Blessings, and welcome to Arms Upheld, Support in Life's Hard Battles. I'm Lynn Pierce, and I'm here to hold up your arms with encouragement, something to think on, and a prayer to focus on the one who holds all things together while you continue to fight the battles in your life. In the midst of battle, life can feel overwhelming, challenging, or beyond. I don't know what God has called you to do, what battlefield you are walking through, but at times you may find yourself feeling this way. I want you to know that even though your battle likely looks different than mine, I'm here to support you. I want to stand with you until the breakthrough happens and you can see the victory materialize. My hope is that these few minutes we spend together will help you lighten your load, feel seen, connected, and loved, and fix your eyes on Jesus. Let's begin with God's Word. Keep watch and pray so that you will not give in to temptation. For the spirit is willing, but the body is weak. Matthew 26, verse 41. All of our scripture references today come from the New Living Translation. Today, I'm feeling weak. I am tired. I am worn out. My body lacks energy to do all the things. I want to go back to bed. This led me to surrendering this podcast to God and then to the back of my Bible to look up the word weak. God directed me to two passages. The first one is found in Matthew 26. The passage falls between the Last Supper and Jesus' arrest. The Garden of Gethsemane is a place of deep anguish and surrender for Jesus. For the disciples, it is a moment of weakness. Matthew 26, verses 36 to 41 reads, Then Jesus went with them to the olive grove called Gethsemane, and he said, Sit here while I go over there to pray. He took Peter and Zebedee's two sons, James and John, and he became anguished and distressed. He told them, My soul is crushed with grief to the point of death. Stay here and keep watch with me. He went on a little farther and bowed his face to the ground, praying, My father, if it is possible, let this cup of suffering be taken away from me. Yet I want your will to be done, not mine. Then he returned to the disciples and found them asleep. He said to Peter, Couldn't you watch with me even one hour? Keep watch and pray so that you will not give in to temptation, for the spirit is willing, but the body is weak. The disciples are at this momentous event, but to them it may have seemed rather ordinary. They had hung out with Jesus for a few years now, and he frequently would go off to pray. The words he spoke that night were obviously memorable, for they are recorded here. My soul is crushed with grief to the point of death. Stay here and keep watch with me. This is a pretty severe statement. These guys were Jesus' closest friends. Matthew 
he shared his intimate feelings with them. Then Jesus asked his friends to be watchful and pray with him. But it's late. The day has been physically and emotionally draining. They try, but the exhaustion in their bodies wins out, and they succumb to sleep. Jesus recognizes that even though these men love him, they are still living in human bodies. These bodies are weak. So while Jesus is pouring out his heart to his Father and coming to a place of ultimate surrender, his friends snooze nearby. Matthew continues, Then Jesus left them a second time and prayed, My Father, if this cup cannot be taken away unless I drink it, your will be done. When he returned to them again, he found them sleeping, for they couldn't keep their eyes open. So he went to pray a third time, saying the same things again. Then he came to the disciples and said, Go ahead and sleep. Have your rest. Jesus understood the limits of the human body better than we do. He created them. He understood their weaknesses. Jesus invited his friends to be nearby and join him in prayer and be watchful. Yet he knew their physical limitations. Perhaps just having them near was a comfort to him. I don't read anger in Jesus' words but compassion and understanding. He's teaching, even in this hard moment. He understands and loves them, even in their weakness. In 2 Corinthians 12, we find Paul discussing the same topic of weakness. Paul reveals that he has a thorn in his flesh and the lessons it has taught him. The vague affliction allows us all to join with Paul. We all have something with which we struggle. Paul asked the Lord to take it away, something we can all likely identify with as well. Paul records the Lord's response in verse 9. Each time he said, My grace is all you need. My power works best in weakness. So now I am glad to boast about my weaknesses, so that the power of Christ can work through me. He continues, That's why I take pleasure in my weaknesses, and in insults, hardships, persecutions, and troubles that I suffer for Christ. When I am weak, then I am strong. Paul embraces his weakness. He understands that in his limitations, Christ has an opportunity to reveal his power. In our cracks, the light of Jesus shines through. I understand the idea, but facing my weakness doesn't feel like an evangelical opportunity. It feels like an invitation to cop out. It feels like a moment missed. 
I want to fall asleep like the disciples, even as Jesus is doing something momentous. Why give us weak bodies? Why give us limitations? Why give us thorns in our flesh? Why give us days when we feel weak? This is something I've been wrestling with for a while now. This idea of having and reaching my limits. I'm not sweating blood, but I am mulling it over and over and over again. There is something God is trying to show me. There is something special about that moment when you see the limit of yourself and where God steps in. At that precise point, the human and the divine touch. At the end of myself is the Almighty. There is no gap because Jesus stands in the gap. Ezekiel 22.30 reads, I looked for someone who might rebuild the wall of righteousness that guards the land. I searched for someone to stand in the gap in the wall so I wouldn't have to destroy the land, but I found no one. This is no longer true. There is no gap. Jesus filled it when he died for us and rose again. He lives. He lives standing in our gaps. Jesus knew his friend's limitations and met them in that space. He taught them and gave them the rest they needed. He also knew the thorn he gifted to Paul. Paul was able to process through it in such a way as to inspire people for thousands of years to not only acknowledge their weaknesses, but find blessings in them. For when we come to the edge of our weaknesses, strength stands in the gap. When we allow God to step in and take over, when we surrender, the power of God shows up in our lives. I'm still hoping for a bit of rest today. But in my surrender, God has shown up. His powerful words pass through me to you. May you be blessed in your own limits, moments of surrender, and watchfulness for Jesus. Let's pray. Elohim, you created us and know us intimately. You designed our limitations and our weaknesses, both universal and personal. You meet us at the edge of ourselves. You stand in the gap. Your power is revealed in that space. May your light shine through our cracks. Thank you for your love and compassion. We surrender our weaknesses 
to you. Reveal your strength. May we be ever watchful for you. And thank you for the rest that you offer. In the name of Jesus, amen. Thank you for spending a few minutes with me. Your time is precious and I appreciate it. If you enjoyed this podcast and it has helped you in any way, please tell a friend so it may bless them as well. You can find links in the show notes to connect with me on Instagram or through my website and even subscribe to my email list. As always, your battle may look different than mine, but let's stand together. I'll keep your arms upheld until victory is real in your life. Remember, God is for you, and so am I.